0: First Corinthians ten thirteen. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And faithful and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out, so that you can endure it. John three nine John, John three nine through twelve.
1: Hello, uh, <laughs> this is a lot more people than I've ever presented anything to. <laughs> uh, so I'm Trent Pulliam, I'm a senior at the Crestview Community School and next year I'm gonna be going to Cal Poly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna be telling you basically my testimony, my story and my life and that sort of thing. So pretty much, I was born in Dallas, Texas in 2003. I grew up going to a Christian school and living in a Christian household. I memorized dozens upon dozens of verses uh, through school and at home. Uh, one day in fifth grade, uh, I came home to my parents telling me that they felt led that we should move to Crested Butte that we had just visited that summer. So that was quite the culture shock. <laughs> Um, At first, I was fine with the change, but as the move date approached, I became uneasy and scared of moving. I'd only ever lived in Dallas, only ever gone to one school, only had one group of friends. So it was hard to say bye to them and move to a completely new state. Um, So it all hit me all at once when we finally settled down in our new house in Crested Butte. After the novelty of the new house left me, uh, I was left with this nagging feeling that I was alone in a new city, and a new state. Uh, when I started sixth grade, I felt desperate to make friends. And in my childish naivety, I went up to the first group of people I saw and decided to make them my best friends. And that, can probably, that probably went as well as you think it went. <laughs> so, so pretty much, uh, eventually... I started getting bullied in that group of friends with one other person that I stood up for. We decided to leave that group and tried to make new friends, but couldn't really do anything. Uh, That was pretty much the rest of my sixth grade year. I just had that one friend and we just hung out a lot. During seventh and eighth grade, I didn't really find any new friends and had a falling out with the last guy from my last group of friends. And during those years, I'd go to school and just hang out with acquaintances and anyone else that was really nice to me, but I didn't really form any deep bonds with anybody. It was kind of just all surface level stuff. Uh, The highlight of those times was pretty much going to Young Life because I was able to like get closer to God and also just form some closer bonds with believers like me. In ninth grade, Obi Joyful started the Rise Group and it quickly became the highlight of my week. I was able to form closer bonds and have a sense of community with like-minded believers. And for me, it was a blessing that I desperately needed. The fun games they provided uh, were a great way to end a week off on Sunday nights. And also, I got to meet new people, and they were every to, everything to me. At the end of the night, when we sat down for either a testimony from a leader or a lesson on how to live our lives in a Christ-like way, it was deep enough that I always felt like I was learning something and that I was getting closer to God in our relationship. This continued into 10th grade where I formed my first true friendships here with people in RISE and others I could look up to for guidance. Jude Eaton, Jude Eaton is someone I look up to just because he's someone similar to me I felt like and he was also very knowledgeable. Uh, RISE provided an environment where I felt needed and wanted and was able to grow. In 11th grade, RISE became a constant in my life, and I was able to rely on it and stay grounded. I was able to continue learning about Christ and be part of the community built around it. Uh, Outside of RISE, 11th grade was difficult for me. I had two AP classes, lots of other honors classes, as well as going to state and soccer. During this time, I often got sidetracked from God with all my problems. I had less faith that he could help me, and I thought I could do it all on my own. Uh, I feel First Corinthians 10:13 says it best: "How no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful; he will not he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he also provide a way out so that you can endure it." Although I wasn't able to see God see it at the time, God was supporting me by providing me with a supportive family that I can take my troubles to, as well as a community and rise that I could connect with. Twelfth grade so far has been a hectic year having to deal with applying to colleges, scholarships, more school and AP classes, and going to soccer and state again. (laughs) Which, (laughs) that was an awesome experience, but very stressful having to deal with everything all at once. (laughs) Um, But as my life has been in the process of flipping upside down, I've been able to recognize that God has put the church community and RISE and my family into my life to be able to Help me get through high school and help me grow as a person. Throughout my high school years, I've been lucky enough to have great role models, friends that have stayed with me throughout these turbulent times. And as I venture out of CB and start my college journey at Cal Poly, I'll be taking with me the knowledge that God is always with me and be able to help me no matter where, no matter how many problems I get in. And I'll be able to, yeah, and I'll be able to, (laughs) forgot to delete a part. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: it's my turn now (laughs) hi everyone i'm allison i'm a senior here um i've grown up most of my life in colorado uh three years though from the time i was 13 to the time i was 16 my family lived in uganda africa which was a very cool experience (laughs) And then I've lived in CB ever since, which was a significant culture shock, if you can imagine that. Um, Recently, I've been given the opportunity to be an intern here at the church, and I've gotten to hang out with all of these awesome people over here. And just, um, I got to lead our girls' Bible study a couple times. Recently, we've been going through the book of John. And I got to teach on John 3, and I have a feeling that it impacted myself a little bit more than it did some of the other girls, but (laughs) here's what I got from that. For a long time, out of me and my three, two younger siblings, I um, was known as the nerdy sibling, and the fact that I enjoy reading is the entire basis of this idea. (laughs) I ended up putting a lot of my own value into what I could learn about a given subject, what grades I got, how many books I could read in a given week, um, how much my teachers liked me, all of this kind of things, Um, which is not very healthy, if you can imagine that. And um, I ended up measuring my relationship with God in the same way by how many verses I could have memorized, how often I attended Bible study, um, how well I could answer questions that were asked of me, um, which is very much not healthy. So, But it's also kind of similar to how my good friend Nicodemus approached this idea. Nicodemus was a very powerful Pharisee, and he spent all of his time studying the Old Testament. He spent all of his time teaching the Old Testament. That was his whole life, 24-7, 365, all the time. And one day, he goes to Jesus in the middle of the night and is like just, starts asking Jesus some questions, and Jesus presents the idea of rebirth, and not just a physical rebirth, a spiritual rebirth, and Nicodemus is very confused by this. He's like, how can an old man be reborn again? Like, that doesn't make any logical sense, but Jesus says, no, this is a spiritual rebirth. It's different than what you think, and in verse 10, he says, Jesus says, you are Israel's teacher and you do not understand these things. And then in verse 12, he says, I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak to you of heavenly things? So seeking academic validation in all of these things is not the focus that Jesus wants us to have. He wants us to look at himself and look at the spiritual side of it all. I have another story. My sister Julia over here. Hi, Julia. Hi, <laughs> Julia. We love Billie Eilish so much. If you don't know who Billie Eilish is, if you've seen the new 007 movie, she wrote No Time to Die, so like the song, that's the main song of the movie, she wrote it. And she's pretty awesome and I love her so much. But my sister and I, we follow her on all social media platforms. We watch YouTube interviews of her. We know where her tour bus is at any given moment. All of these things, we like stalk her. It's kind of weird, but it's okay, it's fine. So if we one day, if we just saw her walking down Elk, we'd run up to her and be like, Oh my gosh, hi Billy, how are you? What's up? Long time no see. Like, no. <laughs> I've never spoken to this person before in my life. I've never met her. I don't have a relationship with her. So that's the point. The relationship is the point. Not, there, not whether or not you know all there is to know about a person. Not whether or not you have the entire Bible memorized. Or you know every story there is to know but it's the relationship that is the biggest point of this. That's why we're here, is the relationship. Um, I am actively learning to seek that relationship more and more with him, and I have this awesome group of people to help me through that. Next year, this fall, I am going to be going to a small Christian school in Santa Barbara, California, just like an hour and a half away from Cal Poly, so we get to see each other on the weekend sometimes. <laughs> and I am so excited to continue to develop my relationship with God in a new community of people.
3: Is so working? Cool.
4: Hey, I am Amari, and this is my husband, Tyler. Um, Eric has entrusted us to speak on behalf of the youth, which is probably not a great idea, but it's happening, so ready or not, here we come. But um, first off, I want you to give a huge round of applause to the youth who made your coffee, who handed out bulletins, who did the little, when you walked through, who spoke, who led worship. And now I want you to give an even bigger round of applause to the Lord who has been working through these kids. So I want to just take a little bit of time to just say thank you as well as just a testament of what we've seen through your kids and through this church. Um, So we sat around right in there in November of last year wondering where we should go. We just felt this pull on our hearts um, to apply for the youth residency program here. Um, That made no sense to me. I didn't even grow up with a youth group. Um, I went to church. My church was like 40 minutes down the road. Um, Had a great family, but I don't even know what a youth group is. Um, Tyler and I have never talked about that before, but I remember sitting there and someone was praying over, like, the youth pastor, and I just felt like a tug of my heart in a certain weird way of, like, you know, like, help out with this. Um, and I was like, and I felt like God said, Mari, like, why do you want to come here? Um, why would you want to come? And I just remember admitting in my heart, I'm, like, Jesus, I see you working here in the valley, and I want to be a part of it. Um, so I just want to say thank you, A. Something I like to say as what our jobs look like is just getting to harvest what y'all planted, um, and just let that sink in. We don't, I don't feel like we've done that much. We've been here four months, maybe. Um, and so we are seeing the benefits of your prayers, of your constant support for your kids, of caring for other people's kids. So I want to say thank you. And I think sometimes we just get the joy of seeing it all the time, but, so thank y'all. Um, also I want to just share a little bit of what it means to us. If you've heard a little bit of the kids experience in school, um, in the culture we live in, I mean, y'all are well more versed with it than we are. We just moved here. I'm from Alabama. He's from Texas. So the Bible belt for sure. So I did not grow up with, I grew up like, I could raise hand and be like, can I pray? And I'm like, okay, go for it. That's what my story was versus these kids are experiencing just teachers just blatantly disrespecting their own Savior. They have friends that make fun of them. They just have constant doubt just surrounding them of why would you believe in something that's 2,000 plus years old? So I just want to encourage you all keep fighting the good fight. Um, when I get to meet, with, especially one-on-ones, and getting to hear um, their stories um, of standing up to even teachers saying, no, this is truth, that encourages me. That emboldens me to go. I want to do that more. So thank y'all and keep fighting the good fight. Um, so, two more things. I want to thank our interns. Um, we have three of them. We have a Trent. Where's Trent at? He's in, I'm oh, sorry. I've done that more on one occasion, so it's probably humbling I did it up here too. So, uh, his brother, Ty. So, give a round of applause to Ty. And Trent, too. They're both awesome. But Ty, sorry about that. That's embarrassing. And then Sawyer, who is also our intern. And then lastly, I really want to thank Allison. Um, she also is graduating. She has helped me more than I have definitely done anything for her. Um, and just reminding me, A, but also I just love this girl. I just want to share a quick little story uh, her mom told me um, of her fight of faith. Oh, yeah, it's not embarrassing, I promise. Um, And I was just so, like, tears were almost coming to my eyes of, like, I get to work with these kids. She ended up reading, long story short, a passage of scripture to a group of people, none of them really believing in the faith, and a teacher who was just blatantly like, this is stupid, this isn't right. And the verses were very hard. They're not like, oh, Jesus loves you the end. They're like, you know, if you live by the flesh, you're kind of dead. And if you live by the spirit, you're alive. And that's like a hard teaching. And that girl, Allison, just listened to the spirit. And so I just want to bless you as you go to college, To I have loved hearing your story of just how the word has transformed your life. Um, I tried to lead Bible study a little bit, and all the girls can tell you it just... Not good for anybody. And then Allison has just taken it, and it is her gifting. So I just ask that you'll continue to pray and bless Allison as she has just been entrusted with the gift of the word. So thank you and just bless you as God continues to speak life to people. And then lastly, this is not something we do a lot. I want you to get out your phones, because I love that we do it in staff meeting every now and then. I want you to get out your phone. The biggest thanks I really want to give right now to a human being is Eric Eaton, who is not here. Um, And I want you to take some time. It can be short. You can say a better thank you when you see him in person. I want you to thank him for faithfully rising up last year and leading this youth. Um... We have been here four months, and I'm just like, the work that he has done and just pouring and loving it on them. So if you have his number or Erica, his wife, please just take a moment to send them just a grateful text to them.
3: Yeah, just again, want to stress the work that Eric has done. He just served so faithfully and just stepped up to meet a need that was there. Um, I mean, and not just for the kids, for us as well. He's poured so much into us, um, helped us in our faith and in every aspect of our life. Whether it's marriage or uh, finances, anything, he's there to give us advice and um, help us along when we have no idea what we're doing, which is a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I just want to say something real quick about Trent as well. Um, like Amari said, we've only been here four months, but it's been, it's been awesome to get to know all the kids, but especially Trent. I remember the first week we were here, um, I met with him to get coffee, and the biggest thing he said that he needed was, like, I want to grow. Like, I want to learn. I want to grow, and I want to mature in my faith, which, like, like man, that, that leaves me speechless because that's all the Lord ever wants from people, and oftentimes I don't give that to the Lord, um, but here is Trent saying that that's what he wants, and it's so encouraging for us to get here and to hear that right when we get here. Like, wow, that's that just makes us very excited, um, and it's been awesome to see how he's grown so much um, just not from anything I've done, but just since I've been here watching the Lord work in him. Um, and then later as he was getting closer to choosing colleges, visiting colleges, he'd say, man, I want to build a foundation that when I go to college, it's going to be firm, it's going to stand, because I know whatever I'm facing here, it's going to be harder in college. Um, and so just to see that determination, to see that um, runner running the race as hard as he can, was so encouraging to me. Um, And, yeah, I'm really excited for him getting to go and um, be that light in college. It's another thing he said he wants to be a light in college. um, So, yeah, really excited he's going to get to go. And sad to see him leave. But um, knowing that God's going to use him for awesome things because because of the heart that the Spirit's given him. Um, Yeah, just to share a little bit about our heart for the youth. I mentioned a little bit about this at the Foresight meeting, but we really just want to build a generational discipleship with the kids, raising up leaders to pour into other leaders, and not just in the youth, but also young adults, parents. And we've been super blessed by so many of the young adults, of parents stepping in to volunteer, whether it's leading quiet times, whether it's helping to lead worship, or stepping in on our uh, Peace Together series, or the sexuality series that we had in the winter. Um, It's just been we've been so blessed by people's willingness to serve Um, and we just want to encourage that if you have any desire to be involved we would love for y'all to volunteer we have plenty of needs and we really just want people who love the Lord to be around the kids just so that they can have more relationships like that Um, so that they can grow but also it definitely grows y'all as well as much as we spend time around the kids Um, so yeah Again, thank y'all for coming and supporting them today. It means a lot to them. Um, and yeah, again, just thank Eric when y'all see him next for all the work he's done. Because um, yeah, it's he's just been laying so much groundwork that we've been able to see the fruit of. So. Thank you.